The Defense Department identifies the three U.S. soldiers killed in Jordan as officials investigate how the attack happened. And Elon Musk says his Neuralink startup has successfully implanted a computer chip into a human's brain for the first time. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Tuesday, January 30th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. We now know the identities of the three U.S. soldiers who were killed in an attack on a military base in Jordan and a possible explanation as to how a drone was able to pass through U.S. air defense systems. The Defense Department says 46-year-old Sergeant William Rivers, 23-year-old Specialist Brianna Moffitt, and 24-year-old Specialist Kennedy Sanders, all from Georgia, were killed in a drone attack, striking troops' sleeping quarters in the early morning hours. More than 40 other service members were injured, eight of them critically wounded. Officials say they are looking into the possibility that American forces may have mistaken the enemy drone for a U.S. drone that was returning to base around the same time. The Biden administration blames an Iranian-backed militia group for the attack. Iran has denied the allegation. White House National Security Spokesperson John Kirby echoing President Joe Biden's comments a day earlier, saying the U.S. will respond. We do not seek another war. We do not seek to escalate, but we will absolutely do what is required to protect ourselves, to continue that mission, and to respond appropriately to these attacks. All three soldiers who died were part of Operation Inherent Resolve, tasked with defeating ISIS in the region. The strike is believed to be the deadliest attack on U.S. service members since 13 Americans were killed in Afghanistan in 2021. Negotiations for another temporary ceasefire in Gaza have been stalled for months. Now another proposal for Hamas to consider. A six-week pause in fighting for the release of hostages. The terms of this potential deal were drafted by the U.S., Israel, Qatar, and Egypt. Qatar will present the offer to Hamas officials who have rejected other similar deals because they want an end to the war, not another temporary pause, something Israel has been firmly against. Officials tell the New York Times this proposal would call for Hamas to release elderly hostages and any remaining women and children. When Secretary of State Antony Blinken was asked about the deal, he replied, the less said the better, but did say the proposal on the table is a compelling one and there is real hope going forward. The former IRS contractor responsible for leaking former President Donald Trump's tax information has been sentenced to five years in prison. 38-year-old Charles Edward Littlejohn received the maximum sentence on Monday. The U.S. District Judge saying the crime targeted the nation's democracy. Prosecutors argued the man applied to be an IRS contractor to get Trump's tax returns and figured out how to search for them without sounding alarms. He then leaked the tax data to the New York Times and ProPublica between 2018 and 2020. In the courtroom, Little John apologized for his actions, saying he believed he was serving the public interest. He was also fined $5,000 and will be under three years of supervised release following his five-year sentence. 
A cyber attack targeted government systems in Fulton County, Georgia, where former President Donald Trump faces election interference charges. According to a Fulton County official, the attack targeted county servers, including those used by District Attorney Fonnie Willis. A county commissioner says there is no indication that any sensitive information has been leaked and there is no timeline for when systems will be restored. This week, Willis will explain to a judge why she should not be disqualified from prosecuting the election interference case following allegations that she had an improper relationship with the special prosecutor she hired to help with the case. Elon Musk is touting new advancements made by one of his companies, not Tesla or SpaceX, but at Neuralink. Musk says the neurotech company has successfully implanted a computer chip into a human brain for the first time. Posting on X, another one of his properties, Musk says the patient received the implant on Sunday and is recovering well. Musk said initial results show promising neuron spike detection, but gave no further details. Last May, Neuralink received approval from the FDA to conduct its first in-human clinical study. Musk also announced the first Neuralink product will be called telepathy and will allow a patient to use a phone or computer to control any device just by thinking. Musk said initial users will be those who have lost the use of their limbs. Finally this morning, it's one of the greatest mysteries of all time, one that many thought may never be solved. Whatever happened to Amelia Earhart's lost plane? Now one pilot believes he has found the answer at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Tony Romeo, a former Air Force intelligence officer, says he and his crew at Deep Sea Vision may have discovered the long-lost wreckage of Earhart's twin-engine aircraft after scanning more than 5,000 square miles of ocean floor. The $11 million expedition used an underwater drone to capture a sonar image resembling the shape of an airplane near Howland Island, halfway between Australia and Hawaii. Earhart was set to land on the island to refuel during her 1937 flight in which she had hoped to be the first pilot to fly around the world. Because the images are blurry, Romeo says his team will return to the site later this year to take clearer photos to confirm if it is indeed the long-lost plane. These are your top stories for this Tuesday. You can now connect with the Morning Rundown in a variety of ways, including subscribing to our podcast or signing up for our newsletter. Just go to san.com rundown for more details. Unbiased, straight facts, that's Straight Arrow News. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.